You want some intro music? You want me to hum a little tune or something? Yeah, let's give a drum beat and hum a tune. Man, I, I was thinking of a tune earlier. I was like, man, it would be cool if we had this tune. Dang it, I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> it was awesome, okay? I don't hum, know. hum some sort of tune for white. Okay. Damn, 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 damn. Oh, that's what it was. Shit. <laughs> it was the it was All the right. guitar it was the uh guitar uh riff from uh what's that movie uh school of rock that's what it was it was like the jack black <laughs> that did not originate with school of rock oh well, what's it from i don't remember like i'm terrible at remembering like song names like i I just don't remember song names, but that did not originate with School of Rock. But oh. at least what you were humming. School of Rock may have its own original thing, but all right, people, welcome back to the Hit Factor, your uh favorite second class uh podcast where we don't use actual music. We get Jeff Cawthon to yeah. no, hum, he, he does to hum he does the his little, own guitar riff. He does the the little fingers in his his hand. He's like, yeah. let's rock, let's rock today. Yeah, that should be our intro. That's we just need Jared to say something else catchy. Like he already has our ending. We just need him to say something else good that we can put at the beginning now. That's true. Maybe when I mean uh, that's probably Jared's greatest contribution to the to the podcast. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a pretty stellar contribution. So I'll give him that. It is. It's probably, I mean, it probably it's the best contribution anybody's made to the podcast, quite frankly. It's iconic. Yeah, it's iconic. Yeah. All right. So we are recording this the week of Nationals, but it will come out the week after Nationals. Uh, but the big question for us this week, uh, the question I had was, why go shoot Nationals? And so we've, each of us got a, a list and we may have some repeats in that, but like, I think a lot of people maybe that haven't been before or even people that have been for like 10 years, it's like, why Why am I going to this match? Or why should I go? Why should I go to this match? Why should I care for it? Um, so I'll go first. My first, my my number one reason for going to nationals, I wish Jared was able to, uh, to be on because he would like this one, uh, is for fame and fortune. Like, really? If you... Yeah, you go to USPSA Nationals and you win it, like it's guaranteed fame and fortune is coming your way. Right. You agree yeah, with that? I, I should I should have wrote that down for sure. I can't believe you didn't think of it. <laughs> no, that's I I do think that there is I mean, in a little bit like I was kind of I thought that about this sport when I got into it. And for for quite a long I I thought if I can win nationals, like then I'm going to have accomplished something like which that, that in a, that statement is true. Like, I think if you win a nationals, you have accomplished something, but I think this thought that like, if you win nationals, then you're going to have it made. Like you're going to have sponsors lined up for you, uh, you know, free ammo, free guns, free matches, like all this stuff's going to happen. Like, no, like, like that's just not, that's not the reality yeah. in our world. Now, maybe if you have a long history of stuff, uh, then you might start to get some. But but even then, like the this idea that there all that there are these professional shooters out there, and lots of people like to call themselves professional shooters, but 
I there's nobody in this sport who is paid to do nothing but shoot. Like where their only job is to shoot. I don't know anybody in the sport that that that's their that's all they do. Uh, there are there are right, yeah and like so so this idea that there are professional shooters like that's not really a thing. Like there are some that are on salary. Uh, like that maybe they work for Springfield. Uh, and they've worked for Springfield forever, forever. But like he does other work for Springfield. Like that's not yeah. Like he does. It's not just go to the range and get better. Like he has other stuff he does for Springfield. Um, most of these people supplement their income tremendously, if not their main source of income is teaching, uh, and that they're they're teaching classes and that sort of stuff, and that's really where they're getting the main source of their money. Yeah, some of them may get the all the ammo they want. That some of them may get free guns. Uh, the, I mean that that does happen, but you're not going to win one nationals and have that just just start happening for you. Yeah. Yep. So that was that was my the fame and fortune comment was uh tongue in cheek obviously like if people didn't figure that out that was a bit tongue in cheek but so that's like I think that's a reason why lots of people want to go to nationals and they think that's what's going to happen there like especially if they haven't been like they think like winning it like that's that's what's available and I just don't think that's actually w- an actual reality of our sport at the moment and maybe for forever I don't I don't really see it growing. I don't yeah, see how our well, sport, current political climate, I don't see how our sport can grow to mass popularity. Yeah. And even, yeah. And a caveat to that would be uh, the current organization administration. Like it's definitely not going there with the current administration. Right. Uh, Cause true. They don't, they don't care. Basically they don't care who wins. Uh I mean, they don't like usually when a sport is like promoting, you know, their their big event, uh, like if it's UFC or golf or whatever, like they're gonna promote who's gonna be there, right? They're promoting yeah. uh, the top level, like look who's gonna be there, look at how great this competition's gonna be. This is gonna be, you know, the best of the best. Like this this current organization doesn't care about that. Uh they they care more about appealing to the masses so i mean that's just that's just what they are so uh it's definitely not you're not gonna be you know uh making uh making a big name for yourself if the organization you're shooting in doesn't really care if you win or not or who wins really yeah i agree with that okay so enough negative nancy jeff what's why why go to nationals why should you go to nationals you want my my number one? We're gonna go back and forth. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's do yours next. Okay, my number one is because you can't experience the level of pressure anywhere else. So it's like you hear people talking about it, right? They talk about, uh, oh yeah, I mean, I was feeling a little pressure, but it wasn't like nationals or anything like that. So people say that because. You go to nationals and you feel like like the first stage is like overwhelming <laughs> chest pressure. Uh, mm-hmm. Like my my first nationals, I was the first shooter on the first stage of my first nationals. And it was like I thought I was gonna die, man. Thought I was gonna die. Uh, it's just incredible pressure and anxiety. So it's something that you you need to experience. Uh, 
in order to learn how to adapt to it, in order to learn how to perform under pressure. And it kind of it kind of makes everything else easier. Like it, it, it makes like an area match or a section match or anything like that. It kind of like puts it into perspective. It's like not quite as big of a deal. Uh, yeah. So that's the thing. It's just go to nationals to experience uh, the level of match pressure that it applies to you. Yeah, that that was pressure was was one of mine. Why do you think the pressure is so much higher at nationals? I don't know. I think the fact that it's just like national, like the just the the weight that the word nationals bears, like it's a it's a national countrywide. Uh, or it's supposed to be, you know, like the best in the entire country. And a lot of people have never left the country. So it's like, it's even more, it's even like a larger deal if you've never left the country, right? So, because like your world is smaller. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just the weight of of that, it being an entire country competition. Yeah. Yeah, and there is, I mean, like there is, a bit more uh pageantry at a nationals than at than at most other matches. And then like and and I know pageantry sounds kind of froofy and fluffy, but like there especially like the first ones that I went to, like it seemed like there was like it was like you like you had to go in, you had to go physically sign in and it was like uh you know it was like you had I don't know it was just it was just more than whenever you went to double tap and it was just like hey here's a bunch of dirt and their stages and you just like i don't know there was just a, there is just a different sense there that there isn't at at the other matches um and and i put down pressure too uh and for me the pressure is because it's the match that i care about the most during the year like i mean yeah like there's there's the other stuff that's talking about but like all the other matches that I shoot, everything else, like I'm prepping. It's kind of quite having a nationals in May kind of sucks, but but it's it's the ma- it's the one match that I'm like that's the match I really want to do well at. I want yeah, you want to shoot well at the other matches, but I could I could shoot poorly at every single match of the year, and if I shot well at nationals, then that was a good year. Um, so it it kind of it kind of really puts a hyper focus on your training and your skills, uh, all into one match. It's like you got to deliver it now. Um, and that's that's kind of a negative mindset, I think. I, I mean, that can be that can be maybe too much pressure to put on yourself. Like, you have to perform at this match, and that's otherwise you're a failure, kind of like that. But I mean, like, that's just kind of that's just kind of what it is, uh, in a way. Right. Can I go now yeah. on why I shoot nationals? Yeah. Why do you shoot nationals? <laughs> so, Reason number one is nationals, generally speaking, is where all the best competition is going to be. So as as a competitor first, that is where you're going to get the best level of competition in the U.S. Yeah, that was actually my number one reason. Was the best and best and deepest competition. I thought you did you start on three? No, I started on a fake number one. Oh, okay. Okay. You're just trying pressure to was Jeff's pressure was Jeff's number one. I said fame and fortune as a fake number one. But that's the part that's 
my number one reason to go there first and foremost. Yeah. So like, it's, you know, we have a, uh, we have a classifier system, right? Like where you kind of like you supposedly like test yourself on a national level against other, other shooters and that stuff. And so you kind of know where you're at. You even if you're in a little club that doesn't have any good competition, you can kind of know where you're at supposedly well off the classifier system. But truthfully, the only match of the year where you're going to have deep enough level of competition to know, like, that really know where you're at is nationals. Like, that's where you really get to really test yourself against enough good shooters to really know, am I good or not? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. Okay, so then I've got another one that uh, this is a – this isn't always the case. Uh, it's often not the case, but it, this is what I what I hope that for nationals to be. Uh, so I'm going to put that in there as, of why to go to nationals, in that it is hopefully the best match of the year, like just just best match overall. Like it should be the best run match. It should have the best ROs. It should have the best stages. Like it should be at the best facilities. Um, for like so it should just be the best match of the year. And and I think that's why sometimes like people get really heated about nationals because it doesn't meet those criterias. Um, because it is the most expensive match of the year, as far as at least in the US, it's the most expensive match. Um but so what like I mean, is that an expectation of you guys when y'all sign up for a nationals? Uh for me not really. <laughs> I don't really expect it to be the best match that I go to throughout the year. Is that just yeah, because I just the don't. few that you've been, it hasn't been? Probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it hasn't been so far, then why would I expect it to be? So Yeah, that's. I mean, that's interesting. What do you think, Jared? So I certainly expect, like, good stages, but I don't. Like, I don't expect it to just be magical above every other match because, you know, any state or area match, I expect to be ran well. They generally are. And I expect reasonably good stages. Now, I would say a difference is for nationals, I would expect pretty standard stages, nothing too circus-like. You know, some matches will get stuff that's kind of, they have their flavor and they're a little out there. I expect nationals to hold a little more just a traditional match, but I mean, it's not, I don't expect it to just be something so much different than what I would see at a, a state match or a area match and expect good quality stages and expect a good variety and, you know, all skills to be tested. Yeah. And that's, that's maybe a little bit like in as far as being a better match from stage standpoint, like I, my expectation is that it, that it's not that it doesn't have a flavor like it's not just it's not a one side it's not a hose fest or it's not super gimmicky it's not all all based on it's not a bunch of just stand and shoot like but it tests hopefully it tests all aspects of shooting it tests hosing but it also tests precision shooting uh it tests strong hand weak hand it tests movers but it's not everything's not movers right like it's everything's not parceled up at 20 yards like it so it's not just it's not just the hardest match of the year, although it, it you do expect I expect when I go to nationals, like 
I expect the level of shooting to be more difficult than most other matches. That's not that other matches can't make it more difficult. They just typically don't. And so there's a little bit more expect to me, there's a little bit more expectation that the shooting is going to be a little bit more difficult at nationals than, than your typical level two match. But I also do, I, I mean, so I expect the ROing to be better at nationals than other, uh, like I just, I have higher expectations for that. I wouldn't say that it's necessarily. I wouldn't call it expecting better. It's that I would expect our best ROs to be working nationals. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, DNROI is supposed to be overseeing that. So that's you hope that that's going to be the best of the best. That's not necessarily the case, but you hope for that. Again, that's the that was a little bit of kind of what I ex- hope for nationals um, is that it is the best match. It also the one thing about nationals that being that it is often a three day match, a lot of them here lately are three day matches. Um, I think that is that allows you to do more with the match. Whereas if you just have twelve stages, that's often shot in one day or two half days or something like that. You can only put so much in to 12 stages. When you've got 18 to 24, that really gives you a lot more freedom to to do other things uh, with your match. And so I kind of I like that three day match, and that's why to me, like the one day match, the one day nationals, like single stack has often been in the past, like we had last year, is a massive disappointment for me. It's just not nearly the same. Just to have nationals be over in one day. Uh, there's something about like you got to get a lead and you got to sleep on that lead and you got people coming after you the next day. And that's like, that's just, I think something that should be part of it. Yeah, I agree. All right, Jeff, what else did you have on your list? Have you had anything that we haven't discussed? Uh, I think my number two reason was, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was basically what Jared said. It was, uh, you know, if you care about, competing being competitive then you want to know you want to know how you stack up against the best basically uh so that's the reason to go to nationals because you know you know before i went to nationals you you kind of guesstimate right uh and what i would do is i would be like okay well this guy shot against nils at this match and he shot 83 percent of nils and i shot and i beat him by two percent and so you kind (laughs) of you try to figure stuff out that way which is you know not worth much but uh so you go to nationals you go to nationals to figure out i was doing that today really i did that exact same thing with i was looking at south carolina match results i was doing it's like okay (laughs) paul paul kerr won and randy arrowwood was like 97 99 point four percent like really really close it's like okay well yeah. i mean like that's that's interesting but then okay who else okay sal luna shot the match so okay sal's pretty good what percentage were they of sal well in the overalls they were like five percent back in the overall so that translates to like seven or eight percent if they were shooting head to head and then sal's often like i don't know he's like three percent back of like the national winner or something like pretty like he's pretty like right there it's like so they would have, if that was a national match, they would have been at like 90 or 89 <laughs> or 88%. This is like, I mean, like, like that's just you know, the math that I was doing in my head, which is like completely worthless. But like, you can't, like, I mean, it's just, yeah. you just do it because, 
because it's not yeah. national, so you don't have the numbers there like you do at nationals to well, to to validate things. The other side of that is is it it doesn't matter unless those same people shot that exact match because the flavor yeah. of the match can definitely change the outcome. Oh, certainly. If the percentages get closer or more spread out depending on the match, uh, and if they were, and if you know, if yeah, even if you have like a, a Sal Luna there, but he's not shooting against anybody in production, like he didn't. If he didn't have any heat that he's really trying to beat, then maybe he shoots better, or maybe he shoots worse. Like just depending on how somebody reacts to to pressure and. And that sort of stuff and competition. So, yeah, all of that's completely worthless, but it's still something that I do all this freaking time. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say it's completely worthless. I would just say it's, you know, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't bank on it being too accurate. Uh, you know who it's, does that it's still, all the time and, yeah. and, and thinks it like as being completely accurate? It's my mildly autistic friend, Michael Poggi. Uh, like, dude, he is in the he is in the numbers like that all of the time. He's like, well, this person did this and he did this. It's like, well, I can beat them at this because, like, and he's pulling number. He'll be pulling numbers from like like two years ago. It's like, well, yeah, they're not that good. It's just blah blah blah. And he's he he does this. He does that stuff to me all the time. It's funny. I mean, it's entertaining. <laughs> but yeah, that that's my second one. Is go to nationals. If you care about where you stack up against the best in the country or yeah. against anybody that goes to nationals, you know, like if I want to know how I stack up against, you know, Jeremy, I go to nationals and that's, that's a pretty good picture. Yeah. I mean, it, it does like you, I mean, most of your level two matches are regional matches, right? Like it, it tend, like you tend to get regional people that shoot these and so even if you're even if you're B class, so you're not really competing directly against a JJ Ricazo, just pull a name out. You're not maybe maybe you're not really competing directly against him, but maybe there's you've noticed another guy that's B class on Instagram that lives across the country and you're like, well, I wonder if I can if is B class in in Pennsylvania the same as B class in Arizona? And mm you can kind of find like nationals is a place that you can find that out uh, where, where you rank nationally in your classification, which is, which is cool. I think. Yeah. All right. So number two for me, and this kind of goes with, you know, nationals typically being a multi-day matches is, is I enjoy going to somewhere else in the country and kind of having somewhat of a vacation when I'm not shooting. So whether it be go see places I haven't seen before, uh, seeing friends from other parts of the country that I don't typically get to see, such as Jeremy. I won't count Jeff in that. Um, That's smart. And, and then just, you know, getting to see some odd stuff that I wouldn't typically travel to. Uh, like Talladega, Alabama? <laughs> I'm not expected too much of Talladega that's interesting. But, like, a couple of years ago, we were Florida for nationals. Yeah, we we just – headed back toward Orlando and we happened to just drive by where uh, the Navy SEAL Museum was. So we went and looked at that. That was pretty cool. Just odd place I never went to otherwise. I think that's a good part of it. If uh if they had nationals in Oklahoma again, you could you could go to the the Tiger King's place, Tiger King Park, man. 
Jeff, I've already told you I'm not staying at your house. <laughs> I could show you the cages. Where Jeff has his name, he's got his name scratched and fingernails on the inside of a couple of them. Oh, did y'all y'all see? Uh, it was in the news that Carol Baskin was like doing surveillance on the on the park, and there was some big stink about it because you know Jeff Jeff Lowe, you know he runs the park now, and I think she was like flying drones over the park or something, trying to get surveillance on him. Wait, doesn't Carol Baskins own the park now? I guess not. I, I don't know. I just saw a headline today that she was like surveilling the park. That would be a headline in Oklahoma. The highlights of Ada, Oklahoma. Dude, it was like a Yahoo News headline. In Ada, Oklahoma. It didn't show up on my Yahoo. Yahoo, Oklahoma <laughs> headline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, So... Sasquatch basically just keeps stealing mine because uh, mine was also basically like to have fun. Like the matches, like all the stuff that we've talked about, like the competition, the pressure and that sort of stuff, like that stuff is fun. Like, so like shooting the match is fun. Uh, and it's, and sometimes hard to make yourself, sometimes you don't enjoy it in the moment. Like it's like fun that you have, it's like fun you have after you've had your fun. If that makes like if that makes sense, it's like I mean like a marathon. I mean I don't run marathons. I don't run long distance. I think that's dumb. Uh, but people that do like I'd imagine that the actual running through a marathon is not that fun. Like it's suffering. But then like after they get done, they they look back on it fondly. I guess I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so maybe that's a little bit of it. Like with nationals, like the pressure and that sort of stuff. That like like it's it is fun and it, and it, like being under that pressure, like you can't. Like it's like jumping out of an airplane. Like you, the only way to get that sense—I've never jumped out of an airplane, but I assume it. But the only way to get that feeling of jumping out of an airplane is jumping out of it. The only way to get the feeling of shooting under that pressure of a nationals is to go to nationals. Like you can't, you can't replicate it anywhere else. You can't falsify it. Like it's the only way to get that is to go to nationals uh, and try to do your best there. And so, yeah, it's it is a lot of fun. Um, and Jared's right, like especially on a three-day match where you're shooting half days dude it's it is a vacation like you go like you get i get to sleep in uh i don't know if i get to this year because jeff scheduled himself on opposite schedule so <laughs> i he's gonna have to hitchhike to the range or i'm gonna be nice and like take him to the range early but then he's gonna want to get there like two hours before the, it's even sunlight and like so I don't know how much of vacation it's going to be this time. Maybe it won't be fun. Uh, he's also got us in some two-bit hourly hotel uh, that I don't know. <laughs> how, like, I don't even want to know. I just I'm going to close my eyes. It's a good deal. I'm sure he got it for super cheap, which is, you know, <laughs> that's always good. But, but no, but I mean, like Jared is right. Like you get to hang out with people like, like you can go like, I mean, our deal is we always go out, we find Mexican food place, and we order a pitcher of margarita. And I just want to point out something very important. Me Let's hear it. Me and Matt discussed the other day. Mexican food is the official food of Team CZ USA. I mean, oh, that makes wow. sense. I feel like, isn't it the official? I feel like it should be the official Hit Factor podcast food. It can be that, too. <laughs> No, it can't be both. <laughs> so, so CZ has to relinquish their. They can't. They don't get to have it if Hit Factor has it. So, so a couple of weeks ago, me and unless Matt, CZ wants to be a sponsor of Hit Factor, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, yeah, Air loss. I'm noticing I go in trends where sometimes my local Mexican restaurant, I'll eat there like four to, four times in a week. Oh my gosh. I don't even I don't even like ask for what I ordered out, it just shows up at my table. Wow. That's that's crazy. But yeah, but like you can I mean you do get to, on half day matches, uh like you can sleep in if you're on the PM schedule. If you're on the AM schedule, you get the whole act like you're done at noon, like you know, you go hang out uh, with your buddies. I think I'm gonna bring my. I may bring my golf clubs and go to. I don't know. I might go to a driving range or something on the day that I shoot in the morning uh, and that afternoon, and go have dinner that night. And then you're the next day. You're on a PM. Like if you shoot AM one day, the next day you're on a PM. So you can go out that night and have. You can stay up a bit later if you want. Have margarita with the guys and uh, or girls. What you know. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of girls in nationals. Just, just saying. There's not a lot. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. But it's fun. Like it's fun, and you can relax and chill, and you don't kind of you don't have kids to worry about being responsible for at home. That is true. If you're like a normal adult and you have like adulting things to do, yeah, it is. It is. It can just be a nice getaway. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got a lot going on. Trying to sell a house and. I got a truck in the shop and all kinds of stuff going on. So a two mean, year old. Yeah. So like that's I'm enough. Just just, like, you could have just said two year old and not said any of the other stuff, and that would have been plenty. Yeah, but to me, the other stuff's way more stressful than the two year old. Yeah, uh, I get that. You need so to have another one. It's uh yeah, I mean it's just nice to to have that. I'm I'm gonna get away for a few days and just just chill. So but also be taking it seriously. So, yeah, Jeff really gets to enjoy it because he doesn't even drive. He just sits back, relax, and takes a nap the whole way when somebody drives in there. That's right. This this is a lesson from the school of Jeff. You got you got to make friends with, with people that will drive you around and uh, just make your life easier. <laughs> it it really is nice. It's is nice. this like the Mooch College? Yes. yes. Yes, that's that is exactly you, what it is. You have to constantly talk about how poor you are so that people understand why you're mooching all the time. <laughs> yeah, Jeff's like secretly he's actually like just he's not this poor. He's just like banking away like just like right. hey, lots we, of money. So he's going to retire when he's like 45 or 50 or something like that. And I'll be working until I'm like 80. His new house right. is basically a mansion. That's right. what it sounds like. Right. Yeah. He he owns two homes. I don't know what he's talking about being poor. He owns two homes. Like I do. I unfortunately I do own two homes. <laughs> How have you not sold that one yet? Because it's a run down, man. So I moved out of it. Nobody wants it. I would think in today's housing market, you could still sell it. Yeah. We're just not using realtor. So it's been a little more difficult, but I dropped contracts off at the home title place this week, so hopefully we'll get through it all and get that get that bitch sold. So you actually did have you have somebody you've got an offer that you've accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Sounds like he has gas money for nationals. Nope, still no gas money. All that money has been allocated for other things. <laughs> for 
building wealth and retiring early. Exactly. That's that's exactly. Jeff's like like, every dollar I help with gas is like one more minute I have to work. Yeah, and and I guarantee you, the moment he's retired, like he like he changes his phone number. Like there is no like there's no way I'll be able to get a hold of him. Like I'll never hear from him again. He'll be living the cush life and. I'll never hear from him again. He'll probably have you build him a gun, but he'll still pretend to be poor. Be like, yeah, can you can you do it for like four thousand? <laughs> yeah, friend friend of a friend discount. Because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be It'll a friend be, discount. It'd be a friend of. Yeah, a friend. it would be like back when we used to be friends discount. Yeah. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> right, right. All right, I still have uh, a third thing, which honestly, it's pretty much the same as y'all's, but I'll say it a little differently. Let's hear it. I don't understand how we all ended up with like the same three in the same order. Uh, it's confusing. Yeah. But uh, so it was, it's generally a fun experience. Uh, and it is pretty much, it is the most prestigious match that USPSA puts on, even if it is not as prestigious as I think it should be. It is the match that they put the most effort into and and make it the biggest deal. And so that alone is is a pretty cool experience. Uh you know, just going it's generally nicer awards. Uh it's generally a a pretty uh formal like awards ceremony. You know, they call the people up. Uh usually the winner of nationals gets you know, some some sort of gift, whether it's a watch or a special gun or something like that. Uh, I think every Nationals that I've gone to, which is two, uh, you know, the first one, Nils won single stack and he wasn't there to collect. So Rob went up, Rob Latham, and he gave a speech. And then the second one, Rob won. So he went up and gave another speech. So every Nationals I've been to, Rob Latham has given a speech at. So that's been pretty entertaining, honestly. Because uh, yeah. he's a he's a pretty great speaker, and he's obviously very comfortable on a national stage. Uh, yeah, so that that's pretty cool when when you get to see something like that. It's just kind of cool because he's been around a long time. Uh, he's very well known, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of respect for him. So it's it's cool to hear him get up there, and he usually you know talks about the past or. Uh, how things are different now or a relationship he's made and how they've affected his, his career and uh, life, like lifelong relationships he's made in the sport. Uh, it's just a cool experience when you get to experience something like that. Uh, you know, you don't see that at any other match. You don't see that. So nationals is, is generally a, a pretty cool experience, which I think is worth going to if, uh, if you're a fan of this thing that we all spend a lot of time and money doing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that does bring up an interesting question And like, what do you guys, like, do you guys care about the awards? Uh, like most matches, I don't really care about the awards. Like, like, it's like, cause they're, you sit and just listen to 20 people get trophies. Um, but like, do y'all care about the awards and how they're done at nationals or do you just, or not? If, yes and no, I think okay. I think there should be an award ceremony, and I care about it if it's a little more of a affair, I guess you'd say. So, mm-hmm. like where they have the last couple of years, they've had you know food and and made it a big ceremony where everyone wanted to attend. 
Then you get to sit around, have a few beers, and, you know, shoot the shit with everybody. Like, that is how I think it should be. But if it was just as far as, like, your average, you know, state match awards, that's not something that I put too much stock into. Like, if I have an eight-hour drive, I'm not sticking around for those kind of awards. Yeah. Yeah, and we got a pod. Jared is actually on hold for uh, <laughs> a, a deal with his airline flight. So you, if you hear uh, some infomercial about like in the background, Sparky, that's his phone going off. Hey, hey, we're only one hour and thirty some odd minutes into this hold. Holy shit! Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, so I, I I tend to agree with Jared. Like the the nationals that I from a, like an award standpoint, I do think when it's like it's like later that evening, like after the match is all over, like you go back to your hotel, or whatever. Like people, like you get showered, change clothes. You can st- you can stay in your clothes or not. Like some people don't care, but uh, like and oftentimes like they'll rent out like a ballroom in a hotel or something like that and have food and have an actual. It looks like an actual ceremony. Like to me, that makes the nationals feel more like a prestigious event than whenever it's just it's just at the range. 30 minutes after shooting's over and they just, they just have nationals there. Uh, I, I can't necessarily quantify why I just feel like that's better. It's just that that's just my preference for it. It just feels, it feels better. It feels cooler. It feels like more of a thing. Um, and to Jeff's point about like hearing like Rob, like give a speech, like whenever I first started shooting like the nationals, they were, it was, the awards were always later. Like there was never on the range. It was at like a hotel later that night and that sort of thing. Um, and the whoever won the match basically always gave a speech like that was that was just what they did uh and honestly Ben Steger kind of killed it like cuz cuz people took the like people people took the awards seriously and then Ben basically just kind of pissed on it said this is dumb I don't really care about the awards I just want to win the match give me my trophy and I can crush beer cans with it and I don't really want to I'll just say something funny whenever I get my award speech which I mean like like there's a huge contingent of USPSA that like appreciates that. Like they don't care about all the fanfare and that sort of stuff. And I, I get that. Like, I'm not, I'm not that opposed to it, but, but it is cool. Like, but like Jeff said, it is cool whenever the person like, like you win a match and you like any other sport, like you, like you watch tennis, you watch golf, you watch any other big sport. Like when they, like the winner wins, like then they, they talk about what it means to them. Like, and like, I think that's, I think that I like that. Uh, and I think that's, that's cool when it's part of it. Um, when it's just at the range, like I said, if it's just at the range and it's just like, you're all just hanging out there. It's just like, okay, I just, I'm just here for, to wait for the prize, the prize table. Uh, and then I'll leave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do think, uh, like, they kind of did at this this last single stack uh, L10 Nationals. You know, they had the, they basically gave, or last year, they gave top three awards, right? So they basically did podium awards, but they didn't mm-hmm. do a podium. So I think it would be really cool if they, like, they're doing podium awards already. Like, why not do a podium, right? Like, yeah. have the top three come up and be on the podium and, and do a photo shoot and like, like 
that that alone without without spending any more money like that would have made it just a little bit bigger and more prestigious to like have an actual real podium up there right yeah because what it what yeah. that allows you to do is like i mean jeff you were third at both of those like you could have taken one picture and it and you with anybody without any words being spoken somebody could have looked at that picture and known exactly what happened like yeah. Dang, Jeff, you got third. Whereas otherwise, if we had a picture of it's like, Jeff, who are those two old dudes that you're standing like you're standing kind of close to? Like, what's going on here? Like, there, yeah, there's no, there's really no telling. Um, and yeah, like, like that would be a pretty easy thing to do. That if they're gonna, because in the past, I mean, they've only done this top three thing. All in the past, it was always top sixteen, which to yeah. me was that was a cool thing about the awards because if you were top sixteen, you got to go stand up in the awards. And everybody got to see, like you got to, you got to be a part of that, which was cool about the top sixteen. But, but yeah, if they're gonna do, if they're just gonna do top three, and that's all they're gonna recognize, then yeah, do a podium like every other actual sport does. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, hopefully, we've talked everybody into going to nationals next year. Yeah, I think it's great. I think you should go. It's it's more fun if you have a like a group of people to go with. You know, if you've got a group of local guys you can go with, or maybe even like like me, Jeremy and Jared, like they're they're not local to me, but they're buddies from different parts of the country, and and we can meet up there and have a good time. So well, that's probably one of the coolest parts about the sport, though. If you shoot it for a while, you're gonna end up with friends all over the country. Absolutely, yeah. No, that that is my biggest take. Like, I'll be completely honest, which this isn't gonna surprise anybody. Like. My like most of my good friends don't live anywhere near me, which again, that's not like nobody's surprised by that because like <laughs> if somebody had to like live close to me, like they're probably not gonna right. be my best friend. Uh, exactly. But no, like I have I have good friends across this country and even like even across the world. Like I've got uh like I met some people at the world shoot that like I still like they still send they still sent me uh like baby gifts whenever we had a kid right like we sent them a a wedding nice. gift when they got they got married and stuff like like the people that you do get to meet like even if you even if you're first nationals you don't know anybody go shoot it like i am some of my best friends are like i shot with them like my very first like my very first match like like level two match i ever shot was like like bob crow i think i shot with him like probably the second level two that I've ever shot. And like, he's one of my best friends. And I just happened to happen to shoot a match with him. Uh, Poji, I end up, cause I also shot that match. I also shot with Rich Wolf, uh, who's revolver shooter. And I was at the world shoot in France, didn't know anybody and saw, saw Wolf, uh, sitting there talking. He was talking with all the other revolver guys. So I just went and started talking to Rich cause they had like one of the only pieces of shade. There was no shade there when it was hot. And so, so then through that, like, I I met Poji and started talking with Poji and and his wife and my wife got along really well and I mean yeah we're really good friends now um, even though he's revolver and weird uh, we're still <laughs> friends he says the same thing about me so that's fine it's like you would expect people that are your friends not to be weird well that's that's actually a very fair statement like if you're if you're norm like. That's that's probably a more more of an indictment than anybody that's my friend. So like maybe most people probably don't claim to be my friend, but like if you're my friend, you're probably not normal. Like that's just 
that's just part of it. Uh, you know, that is, uh, that is interesting, right? That's interesting. Cause like, like you give people such a hard time for being weird, but it's like you're attracted to weirdos because everybody you're friends <laughs> with is weird. It's like you do this to yourself, man. Yeah. I mean, I really can't really, like, I can only make fun of people being weird just because, like, I'm probably weirder than they are, most likely. You know, <laughs> like, I build, I build guns for it. Like, I build custom ninth levels for them. Who does that? Like, seriously. Like, nobody does that. Yeah, not not many people in this day and age. Not not many people. Okay, I got one more. I got one more question. So this is, uh, and we'll we'll wrap up here pretty quick. So the question is again: This comes out. This will come out. We're recording this the week of nationals. And it'll come out the week after. So when people are listening to this, your nationals will have been successful if you did this and i'm not and we're not talking about results here what is like a process based thing like if you can if you can do this at nationals then you'll consider that part of it successful if i can shoot my match and what i mean by that is not get wrapped up into trying to race anybody else on the squad or or try to shoot stuff how they shoot it so basically ex- shooting my match means executing at my abilities. So, like, how are you going to do that? Like, how are you going to not get sucked into racing somebody or or whatever? Well, focus on my own game. Can't control the competition. So what is, like, what does focus on my own game mean? <laughs> it means paying attention to what I'm doing. Okay. Oh my gosh, you guys, you just like walk in circles around this yeah. question. Yeah, that 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 was a never ending. That was, a, I mean, I was curious if it was going to stay a never ending cycle. So I was going to push a little bit and he, it, it is going to stay a never ending cycle. So that's fine. <laughs> good answer, Jared. I like, I mean, I, that's, a, I think that's a good answer. I think that's a good approach for anybody is to try and shoot you. You do, you do you like, like that's that's a tough thing to do at nationals uh, is is not get sucked into watching other people and then trying to do maybe what somebody else does well and maybe you don't do as well. Jeff, you got one? Man, I think the biggest thing for me is I will be happy if I shoot good points. I think that's going to be it for me because that's what I'm struggling with. Like that's what uh, that's what's hard for me to transition to from coming from shooting a major division, yeah. shooting major is like I have to shoot more points now, right? Uh, and so if I can do that, I will be happy and I will finish well because, uh, like, I know I know I've got uh, the speed I need to finish well. Uh, yeah, so I will be happy if I can shoot some decent points, which decent points, I don't know, 91 to 93%, I'd probably be pretty happy with. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I you know, I often tell myself, fight for the A's, like fight for alphas. Because yeah. like whenever I get into pressure, I tend to freak out and just push to go fast. Um and I, I got to kind of tell myself, even shooting major, I still got to tell myself, like, fight for the alphas. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's, yeah. 
that'll be it for me. If I could shoot, uh, if I could shoot good points, come away from this match, have shot, shot in some really good points, that will make me very happy. Yeah. So I don't think that's the best way to think of it, though. Is it doesn't matter if you shoot really good. Well, points. it's not for you, Jared. Shut it doesn't up. matter if you shoot really Shut good up. points if you Shut just up. go slow. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't say I was going to go slow. I said I wanted to shoot good points. Okay. You should go slow while you do it. I said I was going to slow down and get my points. Slow down and get your hits. That's right. My bad. That's basically it. Uh, so mine is is this, and this I think this is a change from what I, my approach mentally in the past has been. Is that I want to te- treat each stage as its completely own separate match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like so, I I want to go like. I want to completely isolate every single stage of the match um, from the first stage to the last stage and try to treat them, try not to bring any baggage from previous stages into it and not bring any sort of looking forward to, to future stages into it. So it's for me, that will be, if I can do that, then like if I'm looking back when I'm, we're re-listening to this podcast after the nationals, if, if I've done that, then I'll be, I'll be pretty happy about that. That will be like a a pretty novel approach for you, won't it? Yeah, I feel I feel like generally you carry baggage from stage to stage pretty pretty uh, pretty harshly. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I do like yeah, uh, and so it's and that's going to be the really the hard thing is going to be to uh, to let go of the the negative stuff. Like like the when you have when you have mistakes when you have mess ups, even if you have those, even let's say the whole first day is is total crap. Like this, my goal is even going to the second day. Like I don't care. Like each stage is its own thing. Try to try to yeah. win that stage, uh, even if it's like limited nationals in my first two days are just like so bad that like I'm not even anywhere near contention. Like just. I don't care. Like the those stages, the next stage is is the only stage that I'm just going to focus on, and that's where I'm going to put my attention to. That's that's my goal. Like that's what I'm that's where I'm going to try to get at mentally, and we'll see if I can do it. Like that will be if it goes. I mean, obviously, if the, if you're shooting if you shoot a good match, then that gets easier a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I think it gets easier, but you tend to look at if you're shooting good, you tend to look ahead more, right? Uh, yeah. Like, like that's that's the challenge of shooting well is you tend to look ahead and see how good you're maybe you're doing. Um, so it's to not do that either if I'm shooting well. Um, yeah, when so that's when that when that gets really hard is when you have like like three not great stages in a row. You know, it, it kind of builds like it's it does each time yeah. each time you have one that's not good, it makes it even harder to shoot the next one. Like without thinking about that, yeah. Uh, so it's like the longer you go without having a decent stage, it just gets harder and harder and harder. But I think you yeah. can do it. And the, I mean, the, and the hope of it is, is that is that this this approach mitigates that, right? Like, it, yeah. Hopefully, it, it mitigates the having the three bad stages in a row um, is what you're hoping. But if it doesn't, yeah. then then you just I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. And all honesty, like I don't know if I can do it or not. But yeah, I, I'm gonna try. You can do it. I have faith in you. I appreciate yeah. that. You can do it. 
Jared is actually like the best cheerleader in the world. <laughs> right. It it does like for me, I know like I'm I'm generally pretty good at it at uh yeah. not carrying the baggage from stage to stage, but it doesn't take much for it to creep in on me. Like it doesn't have to be a trash stage, right? Uh yeah. for me. For me, it's like one stage, like I let's say I fumble a reload pretty bad and it costs me. Uh like that happens on one stage. And then the next stage, like I miss a position and step out of bounds and have to step back in. And so like both those stages I'll consider trash. Like I'll be like, Yeah, those were garbage, man. Can I can't I just freaking run something clean without a mistake? And then, you know, that's this kind of stuff that gets to me. It it won't necessarily be like I'm throwing mics on every stage, uh, though that's happened, but it's just those little mistakes and not not being able to get that clean run, right? Because that, yeah. that clean run is like a top five, top 10 run. And uh, it's it's just not being able to hook up and get that crispy clean run that, that gets to me. Uh, yeah. Well, because yeah. when you get that run, even if you've had, like I will say, even if you've had three bad ones in a row and then you get that, like you get a really solid clean run, like... It's like, oh yeah, it's on now. Like I'm cooking with gas. Like, like you just think like all right. the next ones are gonna be like that going forward. Yeah. Like it's just like oh, I've got it going now. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's tough. So that's we'll we'll give it a shot. We'll try it. Yeah, that's a good goal, man. I like it. All right, that's all we got today. That's, that's all we got. Uh, I hope you boys have had a great nationals and uh, I look forward to seeing the results. And uh, if nothing else, we'll get Jeff a half a margarita and I'll drive him home and he'll stumble into bed and we'll laugh at him. This is why um, being a lightweight goes so good hand in hand with being poor. (laughs) Okay. It's because it takes very little money to, to get your, get your worth out of alcohol. <laughs> and don't forget, uh, send us listener questions. If you have any questions for us to answer on the show. Yeah. Yeah. We've started to get some more listener questions. Uh, and the more we get the, the better, uh, we're starting to get a little bit of a queue of stuff, but we, we definitely need some more. And, uh, also, this last recording, I think we had Jeff just looked it up. I think we had like 800, 894 downloads or something like that. So we really want to get like to where we're getting a thousand, like in a week, we want to get a thousand downloads. So make sure you're download, listen, share it with somebody. Uh, and let's see if we can start cracking a thousand per week. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, let's pinch it off right here. Oh, stop recording, damn it. <laughs>